Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel, and you're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, speakingoftravel.net, and join the new Travel Club. We're going to have so much fun, and you'll find photos and travel tips and all kinds of great information. And I'll tell you what, if you're traveling in or out of the Asheville, North Carolina region, you need to be sure to check out the Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to and from the world. And you know what? When you fly home, you're you're home. There's no road trip Involved. So let me ask you how do you transform travel into a force for good? If travel is transformative and leads us to want to make our world a better place, which we certainly want that to happen, how can we build an industry around where every traveler is a change maker? Well, my guest today is the executive director of Travel Plus Social Good, Kelly Louise. Welcome to the show, Kelly. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Marilyn. Well, great. Well, Kelly, I have been following Travel Plus Social Good for a while now, and it seems like it's just a community of dreamers and doers that are all united by a love of exploration and doing good. What exactly does that mean? So we are a nonprofit, and we're also a global community of travelers and travel professionals who dream of a travel industry where Every decision that you're making when you travel, it has a positive impact on our world. Um, So right now, we have um, about 15,000 members around the world, and these are um, professionals who are committed to building a more sustainable travel industry for the future, for the future of the industry, and in doing so, um, helping to solve issues like poverty or inequality through something so universally appealing as travel. And how long has this organization been uh, out there? So we originally launched in 2013 as what was originally going to be a one-time summit. And um, we still have a summit today, but we also have two more initiatives that we've grown into. And we've grown into this nonprofit because of the excitement and passion of our community to get more involved and to continue to build a, um, a more progressive community for the travel professionals within it. Well, tell me a little bit about who these travel professionals are. They're, are they from all over the country or all over the world? Give me an idea of uh, when you talk about travel professionals, what, how does that kind of – give me an idea of what that umbrella looks like. Absolutely. So we launched our first hub in New York City in 2015. Um, And the original goal was to launch um, probably four or five that year. We didn't have any hopes of expanding as rapidly as we've done. Um, But we now have um, 27 hubs around the world. And these hubs are 
um, communities of local chapters that are um, committed to transforming their cities into capitals of sustainable tourism. So they focus, they host events that are focused on education and advocacy around sustainable tourism, and they have both digital and online. Um, digital and in-person activations where they're hosting these events. Um, the types of people that are coming to these events range um, from private and public sector to corporate and startup representatives. It's really bringing together all different sides of the industry in order to have conversations about collaboration and how we can work together to push the industry forward. Well, you're really talking my language because I'm a big fan of collaboration and certainly bringing people together for a common good uh, is a a win-win for everybody. Give me an idea of how, uh, when you have these summits, what kind of uh, atmosphere is there? There must be a lot of excitement around this. Yes, so our summit is our biggest event of the year, and it's where we bring together our global community um, and what we do. We're actually hosting it next week. Um, We're kicking off at the United Nations um, next week, and we bring together 150 innovators and thought leaders from different sides of the industry in order to collectively ideate on solutions. And our biggest goal with this is to leave with attendees not only feeling inspired, but also having taken the steps to build a more impactful industry. So the conference itself, it isn't your average travel conference where you go in and you get talked at um, and you leave with a stack of business cards that um, and an overflowing inbox. Um, we're very much collaborative and action-oriented with the summit, so every sort of component to it has a very interactive focus, starting with sustainable tours to highlight New York City as a capital of sustainable travel, and then leading up to our main portion of the event itself, which is a four-hour design thinking session, which is basically a hackathon for sustainability. Where again, we really um, focus on having the different sides of the industry coming together to come up with solutions. So after that four-hour session, it's quick, but we end up having a lot of really cool and interesting ideas and trends that come out of it. We take those, and then we partner with another organization. This year, we're working with Mandala Research um, to produce white papers that then are free and made available to the public so that anyone can implement those ideas into their business models. Um, One of the ideas that we're particularly proud of that came out of a previous summit is now available at Ritz-Carlton Hotels Worldwide, um, and it's called Impact Experiences. So again, um, you're leaving the summit not only feeling inspired and having made really cool connections with different sides of the industry, but you've also left knowing that um, that you're working together to build a more sustainable future for the industry. Wow, that is really exciting. Give me an idea of what the Ritz uh, Impact Experiences are. So the Ritz Impact Experiences are based on a summit idea from a couple of years ago um, where you can go into hotels and um, the Ritz team has been really great um, with working with local representatives and making sure that local voices are heard. And so when you're going to one of those hotels, you can go on an impact experience through them, which is where they partner with a local nonprofit or a local organization that is working on social good or social enterprise um, projects. And then you're able to experience what they're doing in a very firsthand 
way um, to see how they're making positive impact in that community. So it's community-based learning, um, and it's seeing firsthand how that social enterprise is making a positive impact on that community. Wow, that is really positive. It it seems like there's no downside to any of this. It's also um, collaborative, and people are working together and actually creating solutions. That that in itself is so forward thinking. You must be really excited whenever you're around all these people who have this energy to to work for social good. Absolutely. I think it's, it's actually kind of a running joke um, with our global team that um, we're constantly saying how excited we are. Um, but I think that that energy is contagious and people come forward. They're coming to our events. Um, and it's a cause that you can rally behind. Um, travel is universally appealing. And if we could help to solve issues like poverty or inequality or ocean conservation or all of these big issues through something that's so universally appealing as taking a vacation, um, it seems like an easy, no-brainer solution to what's going on in our world. Absolutely. Well, listen, Kelly, when we come back from the break, I want to pick up right there because, you know, when we're talking about making change happen in this world that is just, you know, so full of um, noise and and. I don't, you know, just hardships, it seems. People still want to take vacations. They want to be able to see the world. So when we come back, let's pick up right there and, and talk more about all the positive uh, solutions that we can make moving forward. Perfect. Sounds great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with my guest, Kelly Louise. She's the executive uh, director of Travel Plus Social Good. And we'll be back right after the break. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport, fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on 
Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you're listening right here on News Radio 570, WWNC 880 and 92.9, The Revolution. Be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net. There you'll find past podcasts, photos, travel tips, and a form you can fill out to become part of the Travel Club. So be sure to visit speakingoftravel.net. And listen, if you're looking for a home here in the Asheville area, you need to check out my pals over at Appalachian Realty. They can get you into the bungalow or the farm or the apartment, whatever you're looking for. They're the folks who can help you. They've been helping Asheville for Oh, gosh, since 1979. So they really know this area. Be sure to check them out at AppalachianRealty.com. Well, I'm excited. My guest today is Kelly Louise. She's the executive director of Travel Plus Social Good. And we've been talking about this nonprofit organization and the changes that are that are being made right right inside the travel industry. Welcome back, Kelly. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You bet. Kelly, have you been the director from the very beginning? I have been the director for the almost three years now, um, and I took over after um, after the first two summits. And so, as I mentioned, when it originally launched, um, it was only intended to be a one-time conference, um, which I helped to grow into our, our year-round nonprofit that we exist as today um, with three initiatives in total. So we have... The, the summit, which is a collaborative conference, hubs, which are local chapters, and our media network, which is an alliance of content creators who are passionate about sustainable tourism. Well, let's talk a little bit about sustainable tourism. We we hear that word a lot, uh, but how would that relate to me, let's say, as someone who's taking a business trip or a leisure trip? Who how, how do I get my head around this concept of what sustainable tourism is all about? So that's a big part of our focus and our goal, because right now, I think when most people hear sustainable tourism, the knee-jerk reaction is to think of voluntourism or ecotourism or something that feels far off and unattainable. And so a huge part of our focus is reshaping the narrative around sustainable tourism and helping consumers to understand that this is something that can be easily accessible and it can be applied to any type of travel. So whether you're going on a business trip to Chicago or you're taking a cruise um, down in the Caribbean, you can have a sustainable travel experience that positively empowers the community that you're visiting. Um, To take a big step back and just to define sustainable tourism, if there's anyone who's never heard this phrase before, um, really the simplest way to think about it is just tourism that positively impacts the community, environment, and economy of the destination that you're visiting. Well, give me an idea of, uh, give me an example of what that would look like. So I am, I'm a New Yorker, um, so I always like describing things in terms of how someone could visit New York and thinking about how they could have a sustainable experience here in the city. Um, And one of my favorite ways to share this is just by talking about the type of tours that you might take. Um, 
So we have a lot of really great local partners um, that we work closely with that lead um, sustainable tourism experiences in the city. Um, and this ranges from anyone, um, like Urban Adventures is a really great platform and they have experiences all over the world. Visit.org has um, these experiences as well. Um, there's another really great local company called Turnstile Tours. And all of them, what they have in common is that they offer experiences that give you an immersive and authentic look at New York City. And this takes shape as, um, for example, Urban Adventures has a, a walking tour of the East Village that um, takes you to different prohibition-themed bars. Um, Turnstile Tours has a tour in Midtown that takes you to different food carts in the city and tells you the story behind the food carts. Um, these are all small walking tours um, that have experiences that are showing you a, a local glimpse into our community, and then they're also empowering the community because the tourism dollars that are being spent are actually staying within our community. So not only are you having a more immersive and authentic experience in New York, um, one that I as a New Yorker would be proud to recommend for a way that you're seeing my city. Um, but you're also having that experience knowing that you're making a positive impact on our community as well. That is some powerful stuff right there. I'll tell you what, you know, being able to travel and, and stay within the community and really learn, you know, have that educational component, uh, meeting new people like that, the people who are giving the tours, uh, learning about the area and having uh, being a part of that local economy, like you said, that that must really make a big impact. Absolutely. I, I think that one thing that most consumers aren't aware of is the fact that when you go on a vacation, um, most people assume that all of the money that you are spending stays in that local destination. Um, but actually, according to the UNWTO, which is the UN World Tourism Organization, um, less than $10 out of every $100 spent actually stays in that local community, um, which is frightening when you think about the fact that um, there's some destinations where tourism is the main economic driver for that country, but if that many tourism dollars, 90% are, or more, are being funneled outside of that local economy, then we're not doing as much as we should be to ensure that the destinations that we're visiting and having these great experiences and are being protective being protected so that they have a sustainable future for themselves. Absolutely. This is really important and valuable work that you and your organization are, are, are doing. Tell me a little bit about the, um, you say that it's a nonprofit. So what exactly does that mean as far as um, how you operate as an organization? So we are a 501c3 nonprofit. And we are actually run entirely by volunteers. Um, so we have about 250 volunteers worldwide that are working to put together the events, whether it be the summit or whether it be our local events that are happening on um, on a about a bi-monthly basis in 20-plus um, cities around the world. Um, so we're entirely volunteer-driven to put together these core events that are focused on education and awareness around sustainable tourism. 
Wow. Well, you know, when you mentioned uh, reshaping the narrative, that that is something that when you talk about collaboration, uh, to get everybody on message and to be able to to say, you know, here's here are the ways that we need to make the world a better place. And what you were just saying about keeping those dollars inside that community, keeping those dollars from going outside um who knew? Who who knows that? So being able to bring all these people together to change that narrative um, is pretty great. That's our goal. I think, again, it's, it's a cause that people can rally behind, and it's something that people don't realize is a disconnect within the industry. Um, but at the same time, there are a lot of innovators all around the world who are working to change this, whether it's a corporate representative or a startup professional. And so TSG is the platform in the community where everyone can come together and work together to build a more impactful industry. And what's your website, Kelly, so people can get online and check it out? We are at travelsocialgood.org, and you can find us on social media at Travel Plus Good. Awesome. Well, when we come back from the break, let's pick up right there. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, your partners all over the world. I, I love that this is a global community, and when you're talking about being able to reshape that narrative, that it's coming from all over the world, not just from one specific place. So thank you so much for being on the show today. It's really a pleasure talking to you. Perfect. Sounds great. Thank you. You bet. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be back after the break. And remember, if you're flying in or out of the Asheville area, go to the Asheville Regional Airport. Telling you, they've got so much going on and rocking chairs, and it's great. We'll be back right after the break. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. We are asked quite frequently what type of identification is needed when you are taking a flight. Well, the answer to that is is not just a simple answer. It depends. If you are taking a domestic flight, meaning a flight within the United States, you need a government-issued ID. That could be your driver's license or another state photo identification card that is issued by the Department of Motor Vehicles. You could also use your passport or a U.S. military ID, and there are others that are acceptable. If you are taking an international flight, you, of course, need a passport for that particular flight. We are also asked often, do minors need an ID? And the answer to that is no. A minor under the age of 18, when traveling with a companion who does have the proper identification, that minor does not need their own identification. However, for much more specific information about this question, please visit tsa.gov. 
People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Well, it's that time again. It is tailgating down south with our good pal, Doc Lawrence, talking to us today from Clemson, South Carolina. Hey, Doc, how's it going down there? Marilyn, I'm surrounded by pure water on Lake Hartwell. The, the the leaves, the autumn leaves are at peak. Uh, the air is pristine clean. The food is good. And there's a lot of good things to drink here. Got in last night with my wonderful driver, Stephen, and at Lalafella, who keeps Doc thriving and safe, and spent the night in Highlands, which is real close by, the North Carolina resort town. Uh, easy drive down here to Clemson. And, man, this place is rocking. Uh, the town only has about 20,000 people in it, but today they've got an extra 100,000 at least. And that's kind of the excitement of tailgating. You can eat. You can stand in line at restaurants. They'll get you seated. You can eat outdoors, which is your best bet. Uh, people will share here. It's a Carolina way, I think, both South and North Carolina. We stopped over a little while ago at Palmetto Smokehouse and Oyster Bar. Who knew that South Carolina's upcountry, which is what they call this, had fresh oysters on the half shell from the Atlantic coast? Before they do. And they were out of this world, particularly with local craft beer, which is an abundance. Barbecue, everywhere, everywhere you look. There's a difference between South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia and barbecue. I kind of knew this, but they made it clear today. South Carolina and Clemson barbecue in particular has a mustard-based sauce, and that's fine. It's delicious. North Carolina, where you are, Maryland, uh, is vinegar-based, still delicious, and some say it's the best. Georgia's tomato-based. They're all three great. But today we had it South Carolina style and Clemson style. We're just up the road from Livonia, Georgia. We're not very far from the North Carolina line. Uh, All of the Traffic that comes from Atlanta up 85 goes right through here. So Atlanta's like a giant city hovering over Clemson. You wouldn't think that because the area is so beautiful, so rural, and so undeveloped. Well, I hope it stays that way. We're going to stop over by the Carolina Botanical Gardens this afternoon. Um, going to take a little trip on a houseboat, and I'm going to christen that the Clemson Ritz-Carlton. Why not? The water is that pretty, and I understand the houseboat is that luxurious. You need to come on down, Maryland. We're having fun here. The food's good. The weather's perfect, and the people are so friendly, which is a common thread wherever we go. 
Well, that's about it this week for Speaking to Travel. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with Marilyn and the wonderful radio audience. And until next Saturday, this is Doc Lawrence for Tailgating Down South. And say, enjoy good food, enjoy good libations, make a friend, and be safe. All right, Doc, have fun, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you, Marilyn. You bet. Well, I am excited that Kelly Louise, the executive director of Travel Plus Social Good, is here with us today. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. We are learning a lot about sustainable tourism and reshaping the narrative of what's going on out there in the industry. Let me ask you, you were talking about your summit and you had you said you were having it. It's coming up pretty soon. You have these summits every year? Yes, we have them. It's our it's our biggest event of the year um, and it sets the tone for our initiatives throughout. So we're kicking the 2017 summit off next week at the United Nations headquarters. Wow, right there in New York City, your home, your hometown, right? Yep. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Where have you had the summits in the past? We have had all of the summits in New York up until now, um, and I'm not glued to always having it here in New York City. I think that it would be great to move them around in the future. Um, so 2018 might be in a different location. And people can go onto your website and find out more about that, which is, tell us again what your website is. We're at TravelSocialGood.org. And tell me a little bit about these local hubs that you have all over the world. How do people connect with that? So our hubs are the best way to get involved on a local level. Um, and the hubs, um, again, were run by volunteers. So the locations that they're in are kind of dependent on where we have volunteers, where we're able to work with them on a local level. But what we do is um, we work closely to onboard teams that we really trust um, and believe that they have a holistic understanding of what sustainability looks like. And then we really give them the reins to form their own hub in their own city in the way that makes the most sense for them. Um, so all of the hubs are hosting events, um, but each hub has its own sort of unique flair to it based on where you're at. So um, an event in New York City would be very different from one in Dubai or one in Sao Paulo, um, but we're tied together by this common mission of wanting to improve our world through travel. Wow, and and good. Travel plus social good and really being able to, like you said, change that narrative, change the uh, the way that people understand. What do you find is the, the biggest challenge here? I think it's a, again, it's a cause people can really rally behind because it is inspiring and it's exciting and it makes you want to get up and achieve an impact. But then sometimes when you start digging into sustainable tourism, it can be a bit overwhelming because there are so many different nuances um, in order to think about it in terms of what works best, whether you're an accommodation or you're a transportation representative, um, depending on what type of representative you are and depending on what location you're in, um, there's these different nuances for sustainability from place to place. Um, and what I always try to do is take a, a big step back and just remind people that 
sustainable tourism in its simplest definition is just triple bottom line tourism that has a positive impact on the people, planet, and profit of the destination that you're visiting. And I think that that, um, having that core understanding of at least the simplest version of it can help you make more mindful decisions when you're traveling and have a bigger impact as a whole. Um, but that it's, it's a big challenge to think about shifting that narrative and think about not just having sustainability as a niche within the industry, but something that could be applied to any type of travel. Absolutely. And as a traveler, whether you're traveling for business or whether you're traveling for leisure, uh, I would think that most people would uh, be very uh, excited and supportive to know that as they're traveling, there's this kind of paradigm shift, if you will, going on to ensure that their trip is not only enjoyable and pleasurable, but it but it is actually helping uh, the the community where they're visiting, the planet, you know, so many, uh, and themselves to to feel that they can make a change uh, is very powerful stuff. Exactly. There's um. It's actually about sixty six percent of travelers actually say that they'll pay more for sustainability, and so it's something that people are not only excited about but they're willing to invest in. And again, it, it can be something that can be applied to any type of travel. So you can have a sustainable travel experience that is budget friendly. It doesn't have to be luxury travel. Um, but there are all of these different opportunities about how you can have an immersive experience that's also impactful for that community. And I think the first step is educating yourself on what sustainable tourism looks like. Absolutely. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to talk a little bit more about that education component and how, as a, a traveler, we can learn a little bit more about what to be mindful of as we're going on our trips. So, Kelly, thank you again for being on the show. It's really, this is really fascinating and so important. Thank you, Marilyn. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be back right after the break with my guest, Kelly Louise. She's the executive director of Travel Plus Social Good. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport, fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. 
With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC, 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, here today on the show is Kelly Louise. She is the executive director of, um, tell us again the name of the organization there, Kelly. It's travel plus social good. And that's a plus, like a plus sign, right? Yes. Perfect. So, Kelly, we've been talking about uh, changing the narrative, sustainable tourism, uh, traveling, whether you're a business traveler or leisure traveler, being able to learn more about what sustainable travel is all about. Education, big component with what you're doing. Tell us a little bit about some of the resources that might be available for travelers so that they can actually learn more. So one of my favorite ones to recommend for consumers and travelers who are looking to learn more about sustainable tourism in a very hands-on and interactive way is um, Sustainable Travel International. They have a program called the Travel Better Program, and it's an online course that's designed to help you better understand how to travel more ethically. And I think that they've done a really great job of breaking down complex ideas into something that you could apply to any sort of travel that you're doing. So this is really a platform that's meant to act as an introduction to the basics of sustainable tourism. Yes, exactly. And I think that, um, again, when people hear sustainable tourism, they think that it's not something that is applicable to their everyday or average sort of travel and what we're really focused on is shining light on the programs like Sustainable Travel International's Travel Better program that are making um, sustainable options clear and easy for consumers to understand so that they can make these decisions and they can make them easily. So would you recommend that somebody who's thinking about taking a big trip uh, before they travel or even even not just somebody who's traveling, who's dreaming of traveling or thinking about taking a trip to to go to one of these uh, to to go to this um, uh, platform and and take this uh, tell us again how what is it exactly it is an online course oh yeah an online is, course yeah it, it helps you understand the complexities of sustainable tourism and how to apply that to any sort of travel um, but it doesn't have to be a course if, if that's not your vibe. Um, you don't have to go online and take a course. Um, of course, there's people who are going to be really interested in that. There's also going to be people who are really interested in learning in more of a hands-on way, which is why we have our in-person events through our TSG hubs, which are the local chapters around the world. Um, so there's all sorts of different ways to get involved and to learn more about sustainable tourism. 
And what I always like to remind people, um, again, whether they're thinking about um, traveling right now or they're planning the trip or they're just dreaming about it, um, the biggest thing is to have a basic understanding of what sustainable tourism looks like. And so just thinking of it in terms of what is positively impacting the environment, the community, and the economy of the destination that you're visiting. And those decisions when you're traveling abroad actually become a lot easier when you start making them at home. So sustainability is a lifestyle, and it starts at home, and that means that it starts when you're shopping for your groceries or when you're picking out a gift for someone for the holiday season um, and thinking about um, how that product was made. Is it made ethically? Is it made in a way that is fairly paying the people who made it? Um, is it done in a way that preserves and protects our, our beautiful world? And just start to think about all of these things and it can feel, I think, a little bit tricky at first because you're opening your eyes to this new world of things that you might not ever have necessarily thought about. But over time, these decisions get easier and easier, and eventually they become secondhand nature. I agree. I think that is such a, a, a timely message and a timely and thorough way to just start shifting the paradigm a little bit and and really being able to take these steps to not only push the industry forward, but for all of us to take more of a critical look at how we live our lives and the impact that makes to the people around us. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of little things that we do every day that we don't necessarily think about, um, even something as simple as um, when you're going and you're getting your coffee. Um, this is this is a small thing that I do, but I've stopped using straws in, in my coffee um, because that's a lot of plastic that ends up in our oceans around the world um, and is really detrimental to our environment. So it's just little tweaks like that that you can make um, that have a big impact when everyone starts doing them together. You know, that's so um, ironic that you would say that because I had company from out of town this weekend, and that was one of the topics that came up is I was being a tour guide here in, in my hometown we were going around. They were thinking sustainable. Uh, she was telling me about the straws. You know, we we take that for granted. It's something that just become part of our culture over all these years. And yet the impact of just not doing it is in itself going to make a huge impact. And when you talk about changing that narrative and educating people, you know, slowly these messages and this language and this awareness is starting to become more mainstream. Over time, it just becomes the new paradigm. Exactly. I think one of the examples that I draw from inspiration a lot is the fact that recycling didn't used to be the norm. Um, and now you go over to someone's apartment or their home, and um, if you're getting rid of a can, um, it's almost shocking when you're like, where's the recycling? And they're like, oh, I don't have it, um, just because it's, it's not the norm anymore. So those little things add up over time and really shift how our society is functioning. Absolutely. Well, I'm telling you, this is some really big work that you're doing over there. Tell us, kind of as we wrap things up, Kelly, um, what's the direction that you see moving forward for the organization and for the industry overall? So from our side, we're working on a lot of really exciting updates. Um, we will have some core announcements that we're making at our summit 
if you're not here in New York City, um, we're also going to be live streaming that. Um, so we'll be posting that on our social media so that you can stay involved and stay aligned with what we're doing. Um, but the direction that we're really focused on and that we're moving toward is building out platforms and resources in order to make it easy for people to understand what sustainable tourism looks like so that you can get excited by um by an event that you might have gone to where your eyes might have opened to sustainable tourism or because you went on a really cool um, a really cool walking tour somewhere or um, an immersive experience and they opened your eyes to that. Um, so however you're interested in learning more about sustainable tourism, whatever sparks that interest, we're working on building out the platform for vetted resources so that it makes it clear and easy to understand um, for you to get more involved and to learn more and to continue to grow as an individual and then also as a professional representative for your organization as well. Well, I'm throwing out a big thank you, Kelly, to you and to your volunteers and to your organization and to all the work that you're doing with travel plus social good. You know, this is what is going to make our world a better place. People like you, people like your volunteers, people who are excited and getting behind this movement to make change happen. I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely. And tell us again the website so people can check it out. We are at TravelSocialGood.org, or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TravelPlusGood. Awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. Good luck to you and your summit. I know it's going to be a huge success, and I'd love to have you back on the show next year so we can catch up and find out where you are, what's going on. I would love to do that. Thank you for having me. You bet. All right. Well, that's been Kelly Louise. She's the executive director of Travel Plus Social Good. And we are off for another week. I want you to go out and open your minds up. You know, don't use a straw. Think about that straw being stuck in a turtle's throat or something. Just stop it. It's time to just make change happen. And when you go out there, don't postpone joy. Joy.